Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This is Ask a Painter Live. I am Nick Slavic. I am the host of Ask a Painter Live. I'm also the proprietor of the Nick Slavic Painting and Restoration Company. This is a weekly live social media show. We are dual broadcasting to Facebook and to Instagram today. And this is basically, it's been a show for the seven uh, last seven years. Um, broadcasting, interacting with my people from around the world about what it's like to be a master crafts person and all the things that come with that and uh, what it's like to run and grow a business and also have a family and, and uh, work in the work-life uh, balance things and stuff too. So, um, yeah, so we are, again, uh, we are in the thick of the thick of the thick of the thick in summer. It is uh, getting on late July here in Minnesota. You can see the corn is looking absolutely great. Uh, we are up in the box blind today, a very special place for me, a place where I spend quite a bit of time in summer, fall, and sometimes even winter. Uh, because uh, you have to recharge sometimes and uh, this is a beautiful place out here you can you can see the the entire back half of my property from here and this is a awesome place where me and the family hang out um, yes this is a recreational shack out here uh, this is great but also um, we hunt out of here and I think we've gotten uh, three bucks uh, in the last two years uh, out of this property back here and this is a, an awesome place to get my kids outside in those crispy crispy cold days and uh, it's just absolute awesome place to be so um, I am here because uh, we recharge and you know you'll you'll see the rhythm of ask a painter where in the winter we go hard with spreadsheets and mastering the basics and SOPs and how to paint and how to run a business and all that other stuff in the summer right now we're busy right we're, we're growing families I got four kids between 8 and 14 right now at home uh, we just spent uh, the afternoon fishing, exploring two lakes. Uh, we drove around another two or three. Uh, the dog's swimming in the lake. We're recharging as a family. And right now, um, I would love to sit here and go deep with you guys on spreadsheets, um, all that stuff. But right now is not a spreadsheet time. It doesn't feel like a spreadsheet time for me. This feels like a time where we think about the more esoteric things. Our brains are filled with getting stuff done. This is when us master crafts people, house painters, uh, commercial painters, industrial painters, we're out there doing everything we can to help as many clients and get our people the experience and, um, and gratitude of this craft that we're doing right now. So instead of going deep in a hard lesson, it's Sunday, it's 83 degrees, you can hear the frogs, you can hear the crickets, you can hear the birds, you can hear the squirrels chirping, and it is time for the esoteric things. And I have been thinking a lot uh, lately about friendship, about loneliness, about solitude. And uh, those are very loaded words. Uh, you, There's a lot of cliches that go around them, but this year they have a, a particular meeting. I think they always came full, they, they really did come full circle this year. Um, those words got rounded out, just like the word manager for me used to be, you know, you'd toss the word manager around. Everybody tosses the word manager around. A true manager, to call somebody a real manager and have them be it, that's a different type of human. Those are superhumans who possess the block and tackle, day-to-day -day consistency and professionalism to 
develop people, hold people accountable, maintain the standards of the company, run the systems, and never be extreme, just be consistent. And that is not me, but slowly becoming me as, uh, as that's what my company needs. So um, <clears throat> as always, guys, I uh, appreciate everybody watching. we got a bunch of people on Instagram and Facebook. Um, any, any topic you guys want to talk about, any question, throw it out there. We'll get to it. I'm going to talk about a couple things that have been on my top of my mind lately. And there's always, um, there's always the cliche about, you know, it's lonely being a business owner. It's lonely running a business. It's lonely being a master craftsperson working by yourself, but I never really understood that loneliness. And it's probably because I have you guys, right? I have my family. I have all of my, um, people around here and, uh, uh, all my friends, uh, down in Brazil, watching on Facebook and Instagram right now. Um, I never really understood it cause I'm connected with a lot of people and I always feel connected with people, but I, I talked about loneliness and solitude and the difference between those things. Um, when I was in Canada and that's a very, <laughs> that's a very appropriate place to think about loneliness and solitude personally and professionally. And it really came home there. Um, really drove home the point for me that loneliness isn't this sadness right because we're surrounded by humans i mean we're surrounded by we'll do 1800 to 2000 estimates this year we will meet thousands of people here we will we will meet thousands of people um we will um we'll, we have lots of employees we have lots of interactions with our community and all the people that surround us so it feels weird like how could you possibly be lonely right how could you how could you feel the solitude but when you run a business there's many things that only you can do and only you have to do and only you should do. And there's many things you can only talk to with your closest inner circle. And sometimes those conversations are with your friends. Sometimes they're with uh, industry peers. Sometimes they're with your family. And a lot of times those are three or four different conversations. You start throwing in a performance coach, a mentor, a real coach, uh, maybe even a therapist or a counselor, maybe even a, uh, a marriage counselor, maybe even uh, faith uh, organizations, all of a sudden you have about 14 different siloed conversations uh, with everybody out there. And um, uh, it's not that you can't give information to other people, uh, but there are only some context where you can talk openly about this stuff, right? Um, being a, being a leader, oh my God, being a technician is different than being a manager is different than being a leader, right? And um, <laughs> as business owners, you need to wear all three of those hats. And it's not one person, one entity, one job description. During the day, you have to sometimes put on all three of those hats. And the way you talk, the way you look, the way you act, the way you make eye contact sometimes has to change three different ways for that. And for that reason, you can sometimes feel like this chameleon where you have to do one thing for one person or a group of people, another for another and another for another. And um, <clears throat> for me personally, with my personality type, that's a big challenge, right? I can grow, I can found, I can scale, I can cowboy, I can firefight, I can do all sorts of crazy stuff. High pain tolerance, good work ethic, and lots of big ideas. Um, that is a superpower in one area, being the visionary of a company, the big relationships. But when your company does need a block and tackle manager, a CEO, a general manager, an operations manager, uh, somebody to guide and counsel and mentor and hold accountability to your people. Sometimes that's a big, that's a different person. Not sometimes, it usually is. And you've heard our friend Jason Paris say the same thing. There's um, many times the person who founded, scaled, 
and cowboy the company to one to three million is not the person that's going to guide it for the rest of the time. You need a professional operator, professional manager, and very few people can make that shift right now. And I am being very intentional about uh, making that shift right now myself. And I know it can be done, um, but just like everybody else, um, people are incentivized to do certain things based on their personality type. People get energy from doing certain things. And magically, people will find a lot of time to naturally gravitate towards things that give them energy or they're naturally incentivized to do. So being intentional about this, and I, I may not get energy from it initially, but I do get energy from fostering my people, building those connections and winning and, and ultimately getting a result, a positive result for what I do. And, um, just like anybody else, this is the training, you know, not all days swimming, playing baseball, running, um, hiking, uh, getting your um, getting your reps in. Not all of that is fun, right? And we need to remind ourselves that running a business like this is the same thing. And again, if you know, when you think about four to seven percent of um, all businesses in the United States, not just painting businesses, ever have more than ten employees or a million dollars of revenue, that should tell you that there's very few people who can just naturally do this or just do it. You know, it takes a very big combination of opportunity, preparation the right personality, the right manager, the right technician to to found, grow, and scale um, one of these things. And um, yeah, it goes back to seven years ago. You know, Jason Paris pulled me aside and uh, I think probably the best piece of advice he ever gave me was, this is hard. And it's just good to hear it. It's good to hear it. And so that's kind of what, you know, I'm thinking about the summer and Ask a Painter and my business and my family right now, which is I was going to say keep it light, but this isn't light, right? This is a big, heavy topic, and it's an important topic, but it's not a spreadsheet, right? Winter is the time for spreadsheets. We will all, we will all, all, all hunker down and go back through the mastering the basics. I'll paint a bedroom for you. We'll paint cabinets for you. We'll go through the SOP. We'll talk about job costing and, and all that other stuff. But now is the time to keep it all together. Take care of your people. Do good work. And uh, I love... Uh, Tanner Mullins group and uh, painting contractors and Corey Leister's group, uh, the cabinet finishers and, and all the associated ones have been one of the greatest, greatest pulses of the industry that I've ever witnessed. I can see the ebb and flow of what people are interested in, what people are worried about, the wins, the losses. And over the last two to three years, I've seen a huge change in what we talk about. Two to three years ago, it was there's no good people out there, right? And it, 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 it curved hard towards where's the job, where's the leads, how do you sell, things like that, which is really interesting because um, either the economy has changed a little bit, which I think it has, but I don't think it has that big of an effect on what we do, or the people in the industry changed. And I believe, and other professionals in this industry, when we look at this sort of thing, we do believe that there is almost an irrational exuberance for marketing leads and sales, right? Uh, because what we do know, if we first principle reason is, honestly, if you have a phone number and a website and, and you answer that phone and you correspond through your website and you're not a crook, you're probably going to be overwhelmed with work. And it doesn't make me happy to say that, but there's a hell of a lot of opportunity in, in an industry like ours in, in a place like that. We have a highly fragmented industry. You guys know, I've said it a thousand times, 99% of all businesses are single owner operators, which is not a value statement. It's not good. It's not bad. It just is. And they have an irrational exuberance for marketing leads and sales. 
which is fine, except that those are typically the things that most home service businesses, especially painting companies, are good at. And they naturally get, and they're naturally overwhelmed. Right now, you're seeing the chatter on those two Facebook groups and the and the ancillary ones about people being overwhelmed, people wanting to give up, people reaching their critical limits, their their pain tolerance is being tested, um, all of that stuff. And because there's lots going on, we're working long days, we're doing hard labor out there, we're taking care of our people. And um, yeah, I think this is the busy, 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 busy time. And so I'll see how this is going here. So, all right, yeah, John Harold, this is hard. Uh, finally hiring and training and dealing with CPAs, payroll. Um, I'm uptight and panic attacks are real. But I'm watching people like you learn how to do it and see it can be done. Yeah, man. And um, I hear you. So this is... Yeah. I get so much energy from this. Um, I... We all have highs and lows, right? But my God, is this fun to do. And this craft is so beautiful. And the people in it are so awesome, especially if you operate under the decent human being principle with, yeah, I wish for everybody who's having trouble with employees, having trouble with the people around them, maybe hired some wrong people, maybe aren't a good leader themselves, maybe led some good people astray, things like that. I just wish you guys could come see what we're all doing here. It would give you hope because it gives me hope. It gives me tons and tons of hope for everything because this isn't just good for a painting company we are good for a company the humans are so amazing that we've gathered around us here and yes obviously i am the leader of the company i do the recruiting but in order to recruit these types of people you have to have a whole bunch of them already here to show people that this is the place that people like that want to be and uh, so I will give my people a ton of credit that uh, the, the culture that we've all created here together is something amazing. And uh, part of doing Ask a Painter, part of all my posts about my family and this is to give people the hope that I have and that I got from other people too uh, when I see these companies with great cultures and doing great work and things like that. So, and again, folks, nobody's perfect. Again, uh, social media um, is, is a heck of a thing. Uh, people will think a lot of things from it. Um, the one thing that I am very proud of is that I have an open shop. People come here all the time. Uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, a husband and wife team, friend of mine from Ohio, just uh, messaged me through Instagram and said, hey, actually, we are in your town and we're stopping by. And I was like, okay, this is great. And they stopped by. And the biggest compliment that I've ever gotten is, Nick, you are exactly like you are on the internet. And when we stop by your business and see your people, spot on. This is perfectly as portrayed on the internet. So, um, I am very proud of that. Um, warts and all, you guys see it all here. So, um, this is an absolutely amazing time. We are at full peak capacity. I mean, it's likely that we have 40 plus entities in the field right now. The leadership team is rocking and rolling. Um, we're completely revamping our project management system at the peak of the season as well, too. So, uh, if you're ever going to, um, battle test and system test your stuff, your standard operating procedures, like this is, this is the time to do it. Like, this is great because you don't want to have a system that goes all winter and then come spring, it all breaks because you, you, you had it for, uh, you built a system for half the crews on one type of job, interior work. And so this is great. And, um, we have cut about 30 to 40% of the fat out of the project management system. It, it's been a system that we started about four and a half, five years ago, and it's evolved. We added things, we patched, we've put out fires. Um, we've, we've built like a big Lego fortress. 
And now we're actually wondering, do we need a fortress or do we just need a humble abode, a simple, clean, energy efficient house on a little farm somewhere? And it's been fun, fun, fun to, to redo that with my team, especially here. So, um, yeah, so let's let's revisit um, loneliness, solitude and friendship, too. So you guys heard me talk in um, Canada. I, I, I had posted some stuff there and it was very appropriate to talk about there because you'll never find a more sol uh, 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 place with solitude. Um, than Canada. And yeah, it's interesting. We we're talking about conversations you can have, things that only you can do. And I, I don't think lonely, we say loneliness because that's like, that's the, that's the thing that we can probably attach to it. And people are like, yeah, I kind of feel that too. But for me, it's always been solitude. It's always been that um, there's just things you have to do, right? There's just things you have to do, things that only you can do for the business. And it's really interesting when, you know, you have somewhere between, you know, 20 and 40 painters out in the field. There's lots of people that can fulfill that job description in different ways, right? They're all, they're all special in their own ways. They all have skills and develop skills. But my God, as a business owner, you are the only person that does what you do in the business. And if you actually write down your job descriptions, um, I think most of us would be much more intentional about it because we kind of think that we're there to do stuff. But when we actually write down what we do, it is an enormous amount of tasks. It's an enormous amount of tasks. So, um, yeah, the loneliness, I believe, is from that part where you can you can query your people for stuff, but you still have to do it and you still have to make the decision. The decision is yours. Now, for people like me, I like that. I like having that. Uh, that sort of thing gives me energy. And I look up, um, I wake up and look forward to do that every day. But I can understand with some people, if they have a personality type, you know, again, not good, not bad. It just is. Some people don't get natural energy from that, or some people don't have a proclivity for that. And as long as you know that about yourself and build a system around it, that's great. The same way that some people aren't natural leaders and uh, visionaries and things like that, um, I'm not a natural manager and I've been working on it for 15 years um, and I have to be intentional about it. I have to con constantly keep myself in check, just like everything else. Um, just like how you watch watch what you eat, uh, watch how you move, things like that. Some people that comes very natural to, they have no problem. They get a lot of energy from it. And some people, it's just every second of being intentional about diet and exercise is painful. And I'm one of those people too, where I can cobble it together, but my God, it takes a lot of bandwidth and, and intentionality for it. So yeah, just knowing that about yourself, you can you can sort of give yourself this permission to be like, why am I feeling all this friction? Why am I feeling this constant pain? And it just should be easy. It's like, it doesn't necessarily have to be easy. There's many things that are easy to us that we take for granted that are not easy to other people. And just knowing what that is and just saying, yeah, it is what it is. I'm gonna just have to put a bunch of intentional effort towards that. And so friendship is a big thing. And I've heard, um, one of the podcasts I listened to, um, there is a guy who is independently wealthy, uh, from the tech world. He, had, uh, and that, some of that stuff doesn't even interest me as much as the way this guy thinks about his life and designing a life and life creation. And he, he kind of takes a step back and looks at himself as kind of like this avatar walking out there. And he questions everything. And I just love the way he thinks about systems of life. And, and uh, he, he really does not take much for granted. And one of the things I heard him say um, months ago was, there is a dearth of real friendship out there. Like, we all have connections, right? We all have connections. Professional, personal, faith groups, community groups, volunteer organizations, neighbors, things like that. 
very few of us have true friends. And uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things I've been thinking a, a lot about recently in, in the coming years because in the last five to seven years, uh, getting involved with the PCA, the Painting Contractors Association, um, I am... I have a whole new group of connections. Many of them have turned into friends and they're, they're deepening as the years go on. And it's uh yeah, it's a really, yeah, it's a cool thing to see. It's a really cool thing to see people like people like this on here, the, the Lauren Finks, the Chris Shanks, uh, the Travis's here from, uh, from uh, uh, Alaska. Like there's a lot of people on here that are, that are becoming very close friends and it's a, it's an absolutely amazing thing. And yeah, it's, uh, especially this year, it's just been awesome to see those foster and, and, you know, one of the things that I've been really bad at over the years is just like taking a lot of stuff like that for granted. Like I've never, I've never been cruel to a lot of people like that, but you've never really given some of these real friendships, the, the, the honor and things that you should have. And it's, it's really interesting to sort of, um, just be more intentional. Like, you know, you take for granted the, the, you know, we, we take almost everything for granted, right? Pe people just do that. It's just a natural thing. But family, friendships, these close connections, when you actually step back and say, how many really, really good people do you know that are just salt of the earth, you share core values, you you would openly help each other, do uh, be there for each other. Like there's not that many out there. So when you take tally of your connections and then your friends and then your your peer groups and things like that, like sweet Jesus, is that an important thing? And I've always just been like, yeah, there's all these great people everywhere. That's awesome. But now you're like, oh no, that is a, you never take that for granted. You never take that for granted. And in fact, you need to invest and to be intentional with those things. You need to deposit bits of yourself into that uh, so that you can build that together. It's not just a thing that happens. Hey, that person's cool and we're fine forever. You can foster these things like little businesses. You can foster them like, like friendships and, and peer groups. Produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.